Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Hello and welcome to it. It's a uh, Thursday night edition of Sports Day. Sat mm-hmm. earlier today in the Sports Day office, we're watching the grand final replay. Is it not, uh, 2007, Manly and Melbourne. The Se- yeah, yeah. And, sorry, Manly and the Seagulls. Uh, sorry, Manly and Melbourne. Yeah. Why was Cam Smith playing that game? He didn't. Didn't he get suspended? No, against... 2008. Ah, it was 2008 yeah, against the Broncos two weeks yes. before, and then it was yeah. a week before, wasn't it? Two, no, he missed two games. Uh, and then, obviously, they, they played Manly and got beaten 40-0. Now, people say, oh, he wouldn't have made a difference. Uh, I don't, uh, whether whether <laughs> Melbourne would have won it, I don't know, but it wouldn't have been 40-0 if he played. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, big show tonight, thanks to Kia Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Earlier today, I caught up with Jared Waitley, our colleague at SCN. Yeah, you're saying he's a great chatter. Eh? He's, he's a, well, I think so. He's also, he's always really good, Jared Waitley, with whatever sport he's commentating. His depth of knowledge about something is amazing. Um, but, of course, he's over at the Super Bowl, yeah. I, he's been on Radio Row all week. So, radio, can you explain to the listeners what yeah. Radio Row and, is? And I get Jared to do it in the interview, but basically it's you've got about 200 radio stations lined up. All in one big room, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, and they're all from they're in a big hall, and they're all from all parts of America and overseas. And he said, we're about 81. We're about in the middle. And he said, uh, people walk past, we just interview them. Mm. And he said, the problem is that we don't know all the people walking past. And he goes, there's some big people yeah. that walk past. And mm. we just, oh, who is that? Who is that? So... Um, he's not far from CBS, the television network. We have the rights for the game. Yep. And, mate, one of my favourite quarterbacks of all time, Tony Romo. So I'm requesting his autograph. Do you know that he was obviously married to Eva Longoria? Is he still married to Eva Longoria? Is Tony Romo was oh, – well, I know he was – He's with Jessica Simpson as I well. I knew that. Yeah. So he, how's this? I was in a conference in Dallas one day, right? Yep. Tony Romo was doing a luncheon, you know, like a luncheon chat. Yep. Forgot about it. Later that day, I'm walking into the suite where Jessica Simpson's hosting a function. Yep. Oh. Host, this was after they broke up, and it was a, quite a nasty split. And who the, here they were mm. in the same hotel at the same time at this big conference. So... Yeah, it's a crap story now, I think. No, he's married to Candace Crawford. But, yeah, he was with Eva Longoria as well. And Jessica Simpson. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Tom Brady, is is he commentating in the – No. He's not. His contract starts next, next season. Okay. Yeah, but who's he with as well? He's not with CBS, I don't think. I think he's with – I think he's with NBC. Yeah, which I think we pick up – I think Fox pick up the NBC, don't they? Yeah, so anyway, it's yeah, anyway. $30 million a year or something. Um, yeah, so look, I, I can't wait until we have a chat with Jared Waitley. Three burning questions. Chris Nelson's got a race in Queensland update for us as well. But uh, the, the story that I woke up to this morning and has just gone bunter uh, in media in Queensland and, and even around the country because it involves um, our Olympic Games. But it looks like the, the Queensland government haven't put a halt to it yet. I can tell you that right now. They haven't put a halt to it. They're, they're doing a review, and one of the people involved in the review, I believe, is John Coates, and he's, he spoke to our mate Crash, um, and he did an article today for the Courier-Mail, and the suggestion is not to have it at the Gabba. The Olympics. Yeah, not to have it. It's, it's to upgrade Suncorp, um, opening-closing ceremony there, turn that into a 60,000 stadium, which is, what what is it, 52 now, Sats? 52, yeah. So it's 52 just a, a half, small, yeah. small increase. 
and then have all the track and field out of QE2, which is, it's a half a white elephant. So redevelop QE2. Absolutely. Love to see that. And they've got the training track out. They can get buses out from well, eight-mile planes. You need, as you know, yeah, you need two tracks. You need a warm-up track yep. and you need your main track, yeah. So it makes sense. Mm. It's hard to redevelop the Gabba like a complete, you know, demolition. Because for those who don't live in Brisbane, it's hard, it's it's it, they're busy roads. Well, I mean, wherever they have the Olympics, obviously they're always in a an area which is uh, urban development, um, high volume of traffic, whatever it may be. But the Gabba doesn't need complete redevelopment. It needs refurbishing because it looks great from the outside, but in the bones of it's the Gabba, inside. it's it's falling apart inside. It's pretty ordinary. You but know, in saying that, we got the infrastructure where QE two, where the eighty two Commonwealth right. Games were. Let's just spend the money on that. And, and the big argument, I, I keep asking people, why Why does the Gabba need to be knocked down? Yes, it needs a refurb and it needs to be updated. Like the SCGs have, yeah. but they did it in stages, right? Mm. And it's still the best cricket oval in Australia. And they go, oh, the change rooms. And I said, well, you don't need to demolish the whole bloody place for that. Yeah. Do it in stage. So if if they take on the recommendations, you could probably see a saving of $2.7 billion. Mm. But it's important they get infrastructure. That's yep. why you have Olympics. Well, so. the QET is, I mean, that's been that's been the bare bones for years. Since 82, it's just been the bare bones of a, and a remnants of a, a great memory. I saw ACDC Australia. there. Did you really? Yeah, it wow. just echoed. It was horrible. I remember when the when Suncorp was being built and and the Broncos moved there. It was yeah, they horrific did. to play there. I mean, we played there one night. There was 60,500 people. Was there? Felt like 1,500. Because yeah. all the noise just went straight into the air. Yeah, right. You couldn't hear it on the ground. How did Buck go with all that? Yeah. It's a lot of ground hey, to cover. Hey, you know, cover. there was one game, I think, where the Broncos won by 60 and Buck just kept doing laps. Had I a think, heart attack. Mate, I think they had to retire him, <laughs> that Buck. Yeah. It's like the horse I backed on the weekend. <laughs> all right, break time. Jared Waitley joins us from Vegas next. Jared Waitley is joining us now from uh, the place everyone wants to be at this weekend, Las Vegas. Jared Waitley, thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Uh, Jason, it's my pleasure. No, it's it's a it's a big town, that's for sure, and it is in it's in event mode like apparently rarely before. So yeah, she's eyes wide open here. I tell you what, that's a big call for a town like Las Vegas, isn't it? When it's they're used to hosting yeah. big events and, and having lots of star power in town. Now, Jared, I remember speaking to you a couple of years ago before the Los Angeles game, and you and I have got kids around the same age, and, and that, that, that halftime entertainment at that show, I still, at that Super Bowl, I still think is probably the best on record. And I'll, the big talk yeah. around my house at the moment, Jared, with my 16-year-old twin girls, of course, is all about Taylor Swift. According to them, it's the 49ers taking on the Kansas City Chiefs plus Taylor Swift. Is this true? Yes. Well, it's the Taylor Swift Super Bowl. I think that part is absolutely true. So you and I, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're aligned here because I've got a 16-year-old daughter as well. So we've lived in real time. The phenomenon that's grown is my girls have never had any interest in the NFL. But whenever I've watched the Chiefs this year, my 16-year-old has sat with me and watched along. <laughs> so I would say the first week, so that we have the two-week gap from the conference championships to the Super Bowl, the first week was seemed to be completely overrun with the debate around Taylor Swift. Um, there's been... I haven't understood it all year. There's been sort of this ridiculous blowback and America tied itself in knots as to whether they should be showing her at the games or not. When the answer was just a resounding yes. There was a study done that the branding to the NFL had been worth about $300 million that Taylor had given them. 
And the Super Bowl is always built around star power. It is far more than just the game itself. And it's never going to have had star power like this. Uh, the fact that she comes to Australia straight afterwards and Travis Kelsey was asked the other night whether he might come to Melbourne as well if they win. Um, yeah, it's... it's uh, and, you know, Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, was asked about it yesterday. Uh, there's nothing but upside in this, but people seem to have tied themselves in knots over it. But, yeah, for an event that is governed by star factor, it is star factor like rarely before. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Has Vegas, you mentioned off the top, is it living up to the hype and the price of Super Bowl 58? I mean, it's, I think it's the most expensive Super Bowl in history. Yeah, so the, the entry-level ticket was $8,000 US <laughs> when the match-up was set. It has come down a little bit, they've been saying, but when you're talking a little bit, you're talking sort of high 5,000s. Um, it's such an event city, so I haven't been here before, so I don't want to portray myself as any sort of expert. But since I got here on the Friday, um, I went to a live show. I went to the Grand Canyon in a helicopter. I went to the ice hockey. I've been to the Sphere. We're about to go to U2. Um, we went to opening night at the stadium where there were 24,000 people there, which is an opening night like never before. Um, so there's just so much to do here. And then you find that down to building to this has never been a sports town until about the past six years. And they're going to host the absolute jewel in the crown of American sports. So, yeah, the, the sense of expectation, the pride, um, but just how how big everything is here. It's so well suited to a Super Bowl, and there's so much to do. And as I say, it's only Wednesday here. Yeah. So my experiences with Super Bowls is crowds, the city doubles in size through Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, so I can only imagine what it's going to be like here by Saturday night. You've been on Radio Row. Can you just describe to us what that's like as a broadcaster? You've been doing your show live from that. Can you, can you take us yeah. behind the scenes into that, Jared? Yep, so it's it's an exhibition hall as as big as can be. It's, I, I wouldn't even know the dimensions. Um, in the centre of it is it, there are there are tables set up for every radio, every sports radio station around America and around the world that wants to be there. Uh, and I would say we're on table 81, and I reckon we're just short of the middle. So I'd say there's 200 radio stations in the middle. Wow. And then around the outside are, are the big set pieces. So Pat McAfee's set is built there. Um, CBS, who are the, the broadcaster of the Super Bowl, they're there. Fox Sports Radio is there. The NFL Network is there. So around the outside, you've got maybe a dozen stages um, who and they're the they're the the big dollar spenders. They're the they're the big stars. So um, there's it's a cacophony of noise when you walk in in the morning, and everything in America is loud, especially their sports radio. So you get hit by this wave of noise when you first walk in, as if 200 sports radio stations are all shouting at each other at once, and that's very specifically what's going on. So there's they bring um, potential guests. They walk the floor. And it's not random. It's all been booked. And so uh, players, Cam Newton was there today in, um, in a cowboy hat and, and an amazing get-up. And he, he was booked maybe to a dozen different places. Um, so he walks and he does his interviews and performs as he goes. And um, it's actually one of those things where it, you'd love to have an American talent spotter with you because 
there'll be people walking by who will be significant who we just wouldn't know. Yeah, right. Um, but it's yeah, it's this endless array of people, and it, as that builds day on day on day, as they as they service the the radio stations and the television stations of America. Well, mate, I want you to have someone spotting Tony Romo from CBS. If you can spot Tony yeah, Romo, I'd yeah. love an autograph. Hey, let's talk about the yeah, game. Yeah, Let's talk about the game. So the Kansas City Chiefs are the Panthers. Uh, of of NFL football, four of the last five <laughs> Super Bowls. Of course, they're spearheaded by by Patrick Mahomes. In in modern day sports, Jared, where do you think they rank as one of the great franchises? Yeah, so I, my threshold for dynasty is three premierships. So they've won two championships. Um, Mahomes has been phenomenal. He has had six years at the helm as the starting quarterback, and he's led them to four. Super Bowls. He's won two from behind in the last quarter, and now the chance to sort of um, to immortalise all of that. So I do think they need to win a third, um, but they've got time to win a third. Is Mahomes is he's only just getting started, and mm. his his numbers and his achievements against Tom Brady, who we all concede is the greatest of all time, is he is going at a, a faster rate than Brady ever did early in his career. They haven't looked like a championship team through most of the year. Uh, they, in fact, they're only here because of their defence. Um, they got them to the playoffs, and then Mahomes and his offence have got going since. Um, they've, prob- they've been underdogs, really, in two of their playoff games, and they're underdogs going into this Super Bowl. But his greatness is the sport is usually dictated by the great Super Bowl, uh, by the great quarterback, and he's every inch of that. So, yeah, is there's the, the last year was legacy-defining as he played his way through injury. And he's trying to do it with less than he has done previously, uh, and he's he's got them to the cusp again. Well, on the other side of the of the of the field, you've got Brock Purdy. I mean, they've been the form team throughout the year. The the Forty Niners just got past Detroit uh, in the NFC. Uh, sorry, not in the AFC championship uh, NFC championship match. Uh, if I don't know, I, I think they've stumbled into the Super Bowl. Why are they? favourites against the Chiefs who just yeah. who just can't lose. <laughs> I think that the 49ers have been the best team of the year. It's just their best forms a few weeks ago. So can they recapture that? The counterpoint, why it's interesting that they're, they're built the exact opposite to the Chiefs. So the Chiefs have the star quarterback, the great quarterback, and then lots of bits and pieces is the 49ers have what's described as an all-world team with the bits and pieces quarterback. So Brock Purdy was the last pick in his draft. It's an absolutely phenomenal story that in his second year as a starter, he would be in the Super Bowl. And he was tagged Mr. Irrelevant when he was drafted because no one ever imagined that it would amount to anything. And here he is at the forefront of this team. But, yeah, this team will, if they win, they'll they'll win on the back of Debo Samuel and his explosive running and George Kittle, who's um, who's their, tight, their great tight end, and Christian McCaffrey, who I think is actually the, the MVP of the year. He won't he won't win that award, but he's been the most valuable player I think all year, just crashing through and, and scoring running touchdowns. So uh, Purdy is um, sometimes derided as a game manager, which is perfectly fine. Is it, if he can manage the pieces of his team, that that's what's made them good throughout the year. But you sometimes you have to be great to win a Super Bowl, and maybe to beat the Chiefs, they'll have to be. You're right. He's a bargain quarterback. His salary this year eight hundred and seventy thousand. That's a good salary, but uh, U.S. sports wise, it's it's at the bottom end. Whilst Mahomes is at fifty nine million this year. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's so that tells you where the money is being spent. It's a salary cap league. So the 49ers are spending their money everywhere other than quarterback. And the Chiefs are now spending their money on quarterback and trying to make do in every other place. So philosophically, it's such an interesting matchup. Um, they played a Super Bowl against each other four years ago in Miami. It was a brilliant game. It deserved a, a sequel, and that's what we'll get in Vegas. Before we let you go, I know you're going off to U2 to go and see them at the Dome. That is going to be an amazing concert. Um, yeah, yeah. Are we, we're hearing here that the Chiefs have been difficult this week, not allowing 49ers to share facilities. Is there something happening around that, Jared, that you can tell us? Yeah, well, there's limited facilities here in Vegas, um, and... The Chiefs, now, I don't know the politics of the how, but the Chiefs are in the Raiders facility. So the Raiders are the NFL team locally. So that's the absolute best. And the 49ers are in a, uh, a college facility. So not nearly as good as where the, uh, where the Chiefs are. So I guess one of them had to be in, with the, uh, in the Raiders and the other had to be at the outpost. And it would be interesting to know, but the 49ers have been bluing about it, which I completely understand. But there's, what can you do about it? There's, um, there's, it's, a, it's limited here in Vegas. Um, it would be interesting to know how the Chiefs got the preferable treatment. Jared, you know that just, this just adds to the conspiracy theory, don't you, that the NFL <laughs> wants the Chiefs to win. You know that. You've, no doubt that's rife over there, right? <laughs> Look, I have heard so many ridiculous conspiracy theories. Um <laughs> And sometimes a lot of the, a lot of what goes on around the NFL accuses them of scripting at times. But uh, it, honestly, it won't mean much come Sunday. Oh, okay. We were in the stadium the other night, and the 49ers. So there were 24,000 fans. Geographically, obviously, this is much closer to San Fran than it is Kansas City. But they had 21,000 fans who nice. made um, just a sensational noise and gave us a taste of what it's going to be like when there's 70 plus thousand. So. I would think on the basis of that, there's every reason to think that the crowd will be heavily in favour of the 49ers. And if they can turn that atmosphere into something like a home ground, that will negate anything that's happened in the lead-up. Jared, who wins? Um, so I'm, uh, I, I default to Mahomes and, and to his greatness. So if I have to pick, I'll lean towards Mahomes. But I think this is this is the perfect matchup for the big game and... I would be surprised if it wasn't close. So, yeah, maybe the okay. Chiefs narrowly, but um, that neither neither would surprise me. I think you're right. Uh, quickly, have you seen any marketing for the NRL? No, not yet, but I, I did ask about that yesterday. They've got a whole lot of billboards locally uh, booked for straight after the Super Bowl. Oh, you fantastic. can only imagine how expensive everything would be this week, and they'll pick up with a, with a big campaign declaring themselves the Australia's number one sport. Um, that, that is going to be widespread throughout the town from after the Super Bowl. The 49ers taking on the Kansas City Chiefs plus Taylor Swift Monday morning live on SEN and the SEN app with Jared Waitley, Ben Graham and Larry Fitzgerald. Have a great call, Jared, uh, uh, and enjoy you too tonight in Vegas. Yes. No, I'm very excited for it. I'm glad to share it with you. Good on you. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yes, uh, welcome back to uh, Sports Day. Now it's time for three burning yeah, questions. Yeah, baby. Keep the fire burning. Keep the fire burning. Thanks to our mates at Toolkit Depot. Yeah, members get trade pricing. Sign up today at Toolkit Depot 
Is Daddy Vass asking us the questions, or are we just rolling straight in? I don't off? know. He hasn't ventured in into the studio, so that means he's doing something illegal on the internet. He's, well, not he even, has, he's not even listening to us. Well, he has got his OnlyFans page now. Has he? So we don't know what he's doing now. You know what it is? It's just a page. It's just dirty moustaches. It's just him. Yeah. Like smothering himself in peanut butter. Right. While he's got a Broncos jersey on. Yeah. And a printout of his digital membership. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> Who wins Super Bowl 58? First touchdown and score. Oh, um, I don't know. I'll kick it off. Okay. After talking to Jared, I, I'm, I'm convinced... I'm convinced the Chiefs will win. Their record tells us in postseason games that yeah, they they've got a high win ratio. They're used to this time of year, which is so important. They are the Panthers of the NFL, mate. Mm. They are. Yeah. There's, there's no doubt about it. Well, I mean, you look at his you look at his record. We talk about Brady and uh, He's won two. Yeah, yeah, he's won two. Um lost lost two. Two. He wins another one that's through. I mean, he starts getting into rare air Mate, and as he's a quarterback. And I'm not a fan of his. And he's only just starting, really. Yeah, I know. He, he's probably still got a good 10 years ahead of him. So Kansas City aren't the favourites, funnily no, enough. No, um, The San Francisco 49ers. I'm saying Kansas City, they're just used to this time of year. They're used to the noise that's around it. They they don't need to celebrate the next the, the two weeks leading in. They, they just take it in their stride. First touchdown, I think, will be, um, even though I think, they don't think, win the game. I think Christian McCaffrey, who I think's been he's the, outstanding. the MVP for the entire season. Yes. Christian McCaffrey for the 49ers. Yes. yes. And I think the score, I think the score will uh I think the score won't be a high scoring game. I think it'd be something like a an eighteen thirteen or something like that. Defense wins Super Bowls, doesn't doesn't it say it? <laughs> now I I I'm, I think it's Chiefs. I want the 49ers to win. I just love the whole Brock Purdy yeah, story. Yeah, that goes for them. Oh, that's a good point. But Brock Purdy, the, the struggling quarterback, the lowest paid quarterback in the game, one of the lowest paid professional sports people in the U.S. You know when they do the draft, and he was the last person yeah. picked, as we know, he's called Mr. Irrelevant. So when they go and read out the last name, they actually say, and the last pick mm. in the NFL draft, and the Mr. Irrelevant is, isn't that like just a just – like a slap across the face, isn't it? Well, it, it it is, but he's playing in the Super Bowl. I know, and uh, I, I think I think it'll be the Chiefs. I think um, Travis Kelsey will score the first touchdown in a in a tight game, and I'm with you. I think I think it's a, a, a I don't know. I'd say twenty six twenty, but I don't think there'll be. Much. I think there'll be a touchdown in it. Uh, with the season challenge set to kick off next Thursday, Dogs versus Storm. Would you like to see any of the rule, rules migrate? into the NRL, capped at 28 plays, unlimited interchange, no golden point, bonus points on offer with a maximum of 15 points. They did this last year. Yeah, they do it in the trials. I don't mind it, actually, in the trials. And it's a really good time to, to try them. Um, 28 plays is too many for an NRL game because you've got to have them available for the lower-grade games as well. Uh, un- unlimited interchange, I don't like that. Uh, it was terrible, the unlimited interchange in 2000. The biggest teams won. They just kept rolling on the big guys the whole time. Uh, golden point and trials, you don't need it. I do like bonus points. No, but you're still happy with golden point to be in. Oh, in season, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, bonus points on offer. With I love max- it. I, I, love, I think if you get to a certain amount of tries, not points, tries, I think if you score five tries. Like super rugby. Yeah, so if you score five or six five tries in a game, I think you get maybe get an extra half a point or whatever. But the only thing I don't like about that, and it rewards, obviously, it rewards attacking footy. But what if you're a great defensive team? 
And and it's, it's yeah, true. You're De- not recognised for you. You're not recognised. And you could win a premiership based on defence or you could miss out mm. on a top four position because you're in a, you're a wonderful defensive team. Yeah, I've always thought that if you're... Look at Panthers. I've always thought if you're a team that scores a try from, say, 60 metres out, that you should be it should be worth seven points, uh, five points as, a points as opposed to four. What about if a winger scores a try, it's two points? <laughs> if you score a try for kick... <laughs> A bomb. Yeah. Three points. If a front rower yeah. scores a try, it's 10 points. Yep. See? From 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 the other side of halfway. See, I like in the, yeah, in I the like old it. World Sevens, they used yeah. to have the coloured box inside the in goal, like inside where the uh, the goalposts yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Score in there, it's an extra point. Yeah. Like yeah. it. Uh, third burning question. And one player per team yes. has to wear clown shoes. <laughs> Is that... Who, who do you, give that to the hooker, number nine. Yep. Give that to them. Yep. Uh, if you could pick one NRL mascot to back you up in a street brawl, <laughs> who would it be? I'm telling who you right came now. Up with this question? I don't know, but it's not Reggie Rabbit. No. Too, he, he's and, 90 in the shade. Yeah, but also he hasn't got great reach. No. He hasn't got great reach. I'm, uh, I'm, not, going, I'm not going the panther. No, I'm not going the eel. I'm not going the eel. But they just lose everything. Yeah. Um. I've got to say... What I've about got, the big cock, the rooster? The rooster. The rooster's got it'll a lot. Pe- and it'll peck at you. Yeah, because it's actually got... The wingspan's a really good yeah. jab. Yeah. If you get inside the jab, you're half a chance. Plus, it's probably a good fighter, because I don't know if the, 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 the mascot comes under the salary cap. What about Buck? The horse. The horse. Hard to beat. Yeah, good point. Mm. Cowboy's got a weapon. Yeah, got a gun. There you go. Yeah. I'm going with the cowboy. Boom. Become a toolkit depot trade member and get trade pricing every time... Your shop tools. Uh, this is Sports Day. Back in a mo. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, trained for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Uh, time for our Safe with Suncorp segment. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Suncorp Home Resilience. Are you okay with this one? We yeah, need, I'm okay. We need to do a welfare check today <laughs> on Woogie listeners because uh, the Suncorp Safe question is around his favourite team, the Bunnies. Campbell Graham was announced today by the club that he may miss four to six months because he has to go on to, under the knife, have surgery on his sternum, which he, which he carried through the back half of last year, had needles every game. Well, what happened in the off-season? So they did a... Um, they, they took another course of action and what they thought... They did a well. They took a they took an approach which is used with a lot of elderly people going through osteoporosis, and they thought that would have that would have worked. Well, it hasn't worked. He hasn't done any contact at all through the preseason. He had a shoulder reconstruction as well, and now they've just said, well, he's got to go get the sternum surgery now. You th- I know they probably thought the first uh, the first you know, course of action they were taking was going to be right, but in hindsight, while he got his shoulder reco done. Just get the sternum done as well. Let it recover together. So I'm going to ask you this. It, the Suncorp safe question is, are the Bunnies safe? Without, safe from what? Well, safe to be a top four team without Senator Campbell Graham. No. Are they safe to make the top four? No. So isn't the signing of Jack Whiten a critical one? But could, but how good was South going to look with him oh, and, and Graham in the centres? Best centre combination in the comp. Yeah. No, not safe. 
I wouldn't safely expect them to finish top four. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll, with Campbell Graham coming back, they'll have a they'll have a really good run home. He'll, he'll probably miss. I mean, if he heals well, he'll probably miss. He'll probably miss the first twelve, probably the first fourteen rounds. So he'll be back end of May, June. Yeah, so probably just in the middle of Origin. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what are your thoughts? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. And true Origin, they're going to have possibly Walker, definitely right. a Murray, possibly a Cook. All Luttrell. missing. Latrell. Latrell. Possibly think, a Whiten. Yeah, no. He, he, there's no way Whiten would replace, say, Bradman Best. Oh, as a utility. Yeah. Oh. Play lock, 5-8, centre, fullback. Yeah, good point. Yeah. I hope not. I hope, I hope none of them get picked. Mm. I hope they have a poor first part <laughs> of the year and don't get picked for origin. That's when we come home. I've, got another, I've got another one for you. Quick, make it quick. Suncorp safe. It looks like they're going to make, you know, Succession, the great show we yeah. love. Used yeah. to be on Binge. Yeah. Is it safe to say that a movie that's going to be made about succession will be better than the series? No. Yeah, I agree. Not safe. Yeah. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Break time. This is Sports Day. Chris Nelson has a Racing Queensland update for us next. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Yeah, chances are you're about to lose. Keep that in mind. Chris Nelson joining us. Right now, Nelson, uh, weekend racing, plenty of it going on, no doubt. Yeah, plenty of racing, Jase. So good evening to you. Good evening, Sats. Uh, Saturday, we race at Doombin. That's our main meeting. But we do race at the Gold Coast as well on the poly track. As I mentioned on Monday, uh, we race at the poly track this week, next Saturday, and then we're back to the grass track uh, after that. 24th of February, we're back on the grass. Uh, Toowoomba in the twilight zone Saturday night. Townsville up north. And the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. So uh, looking forward to those meetings. A couple of uh, country meetings not covered by the tab. Miles and Nanango this weekend. That's all. So plenty to get our so Neil, so stuck into and back plenty of winners, guys. Poly track on yeah. the Gold Coast. Is that just to give the grass track a, a rest again? No, they just wanted to do a bit more maintenance on the grass track. It was planned just to give it some extra time after the Magic Millions. They didn't want to rush in. So uh, that was sort of in the plans. But... Uh, Sort of was and it sort of wasn't. But anyway, all uh, is going well there and we'll be back on the 24th, Sat. So don't worry about it. All is good. So open up your black book and what are you looking at this weekend? Uh, open up your wallet, you mean. Black books for Mondays. Wallets for Thursdays and black onwards. Uh, the ones that you, yeah, you put okay. your... He does, he's not a real tips. The ones you've been watching. Yeah, I've got plenty in the black book. There's heaps in the well, black book. That's what I'm book. saying. So many in the black book that are yeah, running on Saturday. Is that what you mean? That's what I'm saying. In <laughs> your black book, what do you got that you're going to look at for Saturday? <laughs> My God. What? Uh, uh, all right. Uh, it's uh, well. I'm going to give you one good thing at a short price and four at good value. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Race two, number two, Fukabana. This is Fukabana. all Eagle Farm, isn't it? Very careful with that one. Yep. This is all Doomben actually Doombin, on sorry, Saturday. Yeah. So <laughs> race two, number two. Fukabana yep. mm-hmm. will be winning, and it will probably be about $1.60, so it might be a bit short, but yep. uh, a winner's a winner. Now, we'll get into the uh, ones at better value. Race five, number three, not a clue how or who, all one word. Not a clue how or who, looks well-placed there in the class one. Race seven, number 12, Jay Anthe, nice gate back in uh, grade, can run really well. Race eight, number 14, last chance saloon, good winner last time out, steps up in distance, will suit. I think can win again. And race nine, number nine, Hatchet, a horse we regularly tip. I think he looks nicely placed there on Saturday. He's got a couple of others 
as his main dangers, and they're going to be way out the back, and he's going to be better than midfield and making a run for it in the straight, and they'll have to run him down, and I don't think they will. Did you say race seven, number 12? Jay Anthony. That's yep. it. Beautiful. Thank you. All right, are we all done? Yep. That's okay, you, you two like. have cleared everything up. Yep. And we'll talk to you next week Close about your black, black book. book. Close, <laughs> Close your black book. Mm. <laughs> Rightio, check out Thanks, race, guys. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Chances are you're about to lose for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks, Nelson. Thanks, guys. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yeah, we've got to go, Sats. We've had a big show today. Before we do, quick community update. Thanks to Firecoats. Be alert and prepared this bushfire season. There's no current bushfire warnings in place across Queensland. Please remember, all homes must have a bushfire survival plan in place just in case. Uh, for all the latest on bushfire warnings... QFest.queensland.gov.au. This community update. Thanks to New Fire Coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions. Available Bunnings Warehouse. We don't have a show on Friday nights, as we all know. You're on holidays. Enjoy your week. Yeah. Enjoy your trip. A week and a half. Well, I offered to come back early. No, one you, day. No. And you said, No, no. I've got a surprise for the listeners. Yeah. Oh no, he won't be. No, it doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. But. You, you know, because you come back and you go, I need to come back because, you know, you can't do without me. All that rubbish. I've, like, I can't, I've never said that you once. You do. I've never you said do. that once. You say, I'm on holidays and you rang me. You can't <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> That's what you say all the time. You sound like your daughters. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, enjoy your holiday. Uh, Rat and myself back Monday night. Catch See you. See you, everyone. Good